Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. This is Mornings with Ben Davis on SENQ. Way out of west where the rain don't fall. Got a job with a company you're driven for. Just to make some change. Living and working on the land. Way out west indeed. It's where we saw a double header in Perth on the weekend. 45, 46,000 turning up for that double header at Optus Stadium. Is that where NRL expansion should go? I know we've spoken about this before, but in, in light of that, 46,000 turning up to see uh, the Dolphins and Knights play, uh, the Bunnies in action as well. What do you think? 18th team, uh, uh, and the fact that they've got two more origins there, 2015 and uh, – it's 2015 uh, – 2025 and uh, 2028, they're locked in. Is this a step forward? We know an 18th team is coming in the NRL. Could they be heading west? 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. I reckon it makes sense. The broadcasters know it makes sense as well. When you can especially roll in on a Saturday, three games back-to-back-to-back, 7.30 kickoffs in every market, one in Auckland, one on the east coast of Australia and one on the west coast. It's easy for crowds, it's easy for families, and it works beautifully for broadcasters. They would lap it up. They would love it. Uh, Speaking of lapping it up, the quiz coming on at 11. I've given you some answers. Where's another one? Uh, Here's an answer. Four. Four. Yeah, uh, you'll need that. We've got a double to give away to the Lions and Adelaide Crows on this weekend, Saturday afternoon. What what a, what a massive weekend of sport we've got here just in Brisbane. Friday night, you've got the Broncos and Parramatta at the Gabba. Right now, the Broncos are training on the Gabba. The word coming through from a man on the ground there, Mitch Crone, my colleague at Channel 7, saying that Adam Reynolds is running with the main team, which is fantastic stuff. Uh, The Lions are going to be in action there 24 hours later, taking on the Crows, and then, of course, uh, the Matildas and the winner of uh, France and Morocco. But let's go inside the Lions' den. They've come back with the points. They're in a three-way tie for second spot on the ladder, jammed in between Melbourne and Port Adelaide. It's been a long trip back from the West. Jed Adcock is their defensive coach, and he joins me on the line now. Jed, good morning. Did you catch the red eye home, and was the flight easier after a win? Uh, it was a, Yes, it was better after a win, and no, we didn't catch the red eye. The theory around it, this year was being a six-day break. We're better off trying to get a good night's sleep um, for the players and then fly back through the day. So um, that was the theory. Um, hopefully the players are feeling pretty good today. <laughs> Fingers crossed we're about to find out when they, when they get the, the training paddock. Um, we'll find out soon. Do, do you, on a flight like that on the way home, do the coaches, do you, do you start your review then? Do you start looking at video? Do you, do you talk about the game or is it complete shut off to, to try and at least defrag for, I don't know, six six hours? Yeah, no. So as a as a team or as a group, we, we pretty much ended that game after the game. Um Going into a six-day break, you, you've got to try and move pretty quick. As a coaching group or as coaches, we clearly we reviewed the game um, on the flight. The players will still want to come in and watch their edits and 
and go through learnings and you know what they did well, what they didn't. From an individual point of view and from a line point of view, but from a whole team point of view, we've pretty much moved on from that now and, and looking forward to, to Adelaide. And we might show some stuff that's come out of the game for the pre-Adelaide, but we won't review anything now today based on um, on Fremantle. Okay, it wouldn't be pretty watching, I would imagine, the Freo game. It, it, <laughs> look, it was a win, but it was ugly, wasn't it? Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's it's always actually quite hard to go over there um, and win. It's a hard, it's a long trip, especially coming from Brisbane, obviously, as well. Um, Freo had a really good win the week before against Geelong, um, and they play they play a really good defence that, that sets them up, and from their defence, they really try and slingshot you. And we... You know, we probably had a few more chances and um, and didn't quite capitalise. But you know, they 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 played well, and made it hard, and um, it wasn't. You know, it's not the cleanest viewing in terms of from a ball movement or perfect defence or anything like that. But that's footy, and and that especially this competition, it's 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 actually very tight. And I think that the top eight races, I think we're all seeing that now, just how tight it is. Well, that's the thing. You guys are sitting in a three-way tie for, for second. You're sandwiched in between Melbourne and, and Port Adelaide. Uh, I'll get into the latter in a second, but but just speaking to Dane Zorko last night, Jed, he yep. said, you know, the, the Dockers, very much like Adelaide this weekend, were they're playing for their season. They're, they're playing to, to keep their finals hopes alive. So, in a way, it's almost like that sudden-death cutthroat footy finals coming early for you guys? Well, I think pretty much from first till about, geez, I'm, I'm going to say about 15th without looking at the ladder right now, mm. everyone's playing for something. You're either playing, you know, trying to get as high up the ladder as possible towards top four. You're trying to, and all the rest of the teams are pretty much trying to make the eight. Um, there's probably only mathematically a few teams that, that can't make it now. So, and we've got, what have we got? Adelaide, Collingwood, St Kilda. So, <laughs> It's not like we've got it the easiest run home. Um, everyone's playing for something, um, so it is. It is. It's you've got to be, you've got to be on. And as I said earlier, you, you, if you're not quite at your hundred percent as a group or as individual, you, you know, teams can quickly sneak up on you and and um, make it quite hard or or uh, or get the win. So um, hopefully, you know, after. Grinding out a win like that will um, be better for it again come this week. Uh, we are inside the lines, Dan, with Jed Adcock, the defensive coach, and he, he he's he's got to be pretty happy because his defensive unit owns the best defence in the comp. Over the last two weeks, it's been under pressure, uh, but they responded against Fremantle. Now Adelaide, they did a job on you just before the bye, Jed. How much do you look into that game, uh, and how much will you be uh, taking out of that to what happens here at the Gabba Saturday afternoon? Yeah, we... If we actually go back to the game against Adelaide, and I'm sure you're watching it too, Benny. Like we, we based on how the game was played in numbers, we should have, we should have probably won the game. Um, mm-hmm. In terms of if you're looking at it that way, we, we we actually felt like we played quite well. We just didn't capitalise on our inside fifties. We felt like we we set the ground up defensively really well. Um, we won territory. We got inside fifty enough times, and we just couldn't score. Um, might be based on a bit of our entry or based on how they defended. Um, but we will definitely look at that because um, teams don't generally tra- change too much what they're trying to do. 
Um, we don't change a great deal. I'm sure most teams don't. So we'll look at that. We'll look at what Adelaide did to Gold Coast last week and, and the week before um, as well. But, you know, we, we pretty much try and stick to what we do and what we do well. Um, and then, you know, potentially tinker here and there with, with some Adelaide stuff. But well, Jen, um, I did look just on that. After that Adelaide loss and then you went into the bye and then if memory serves me right, it was Hawthorne after the bye, wasn't it? Which wasn't... Which was it was it was, uh, it was two losses either side of the bye. But I reckon you were trying to reinvent yourselves a bit. Getting that handball game, getting that going. It used to be kicks out of the back half with with Richie or Zorks, but but just getting that handball movement, the epidemic which we've seen sweeping the game. That that's that's what I saw in that period. That there was a almost a reinvention of 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 a, and getting used to something now which you're doing quite well. Um. I wouldn't say reinvention at all. No, we it's always been part of our game. We've always talked about we we try and play from an offensive point of view, we, we just take the best option and what's there. Mm. Um we've we've probably started to utilize um some weapons off the back half a little bit better than what we were at the start of the year in terms of Connor McKenna, um, Kitty, Darcy Wilmot, those types. Yeah. And we I mean, the good thing from a back half point of view is that our midfield has been really strong and generally been winning clearances and contested ball, which allows you to set up the ground really strongly. Um, and even from that, if they're winning the ball, it allows you to, to start get a little bit of overlap and handball and and that. But we don't we don't coach really the players to oh let's try and handle the ball more or kick the ball more or anything like that. We're more on trying to create enough options that allows them to do either. Um, and then it's up to them to make that decision on on what what they do. That's pretty much it, really. Your Irishman's been good for you this year, Connor McKenna. I know you've got a couple in the squad, but Connor's been yeah. a, he's been a fine, hasn't he? It's been really nice to get him. Yeah, I guess when you you know you I mean I played against him at Essendon, but you, when you when you watch him on TV and you you see what they can do, and um, you don't really know too much more, and then to have two years away and come back, and it probably took him, you know. A, I don't want to say half a season, but, you know, eight eight weeks or something to really find his groove and get back into the flow of AFL footy and and it also then understand how we want to play. So he's gone from our Essendon plays to then going to play Gaelic to then trying to come and work out how we, we play. And, and he's been fan, fantastic, not only from an offensive point of view, but from a defensive point of view, he's actually um, really helped us with a couple of things that will we've been working on through the off-season. So um, he's been a real nice, handy addition and he's a really good fella, which makes it a lot better again. And he can give some good tips when it comes to racehorses as well. Now, how's... He does. How's Kitty? How's Kitty? Um, Well, yeah, unsure to this this point. I haven't been to the club yet for about five days, so I haven't seen him. Um, We're pretty much just waiting for it to all settle down and we're hoping today he might be able to do a bit of training. If he can do a bit of training today, then... Um, fingers crossed for the weekend he might be ready to go. What, what was the injury, Jed? I mean, he, he got a ball kicked into his eye, didn't he? Yeah, so before that he got poked in the eye and then he got the ball to the eye. Um, so he just had a bit of swelling and blood um, in the eye that you need to settle. Um, I don't know the actual term of it or um, exact injury, but that's about all I get told is that there was a bit of swelling in blood and... Yeah. Um, in the eye, and you just need to let that settle. Otherwise, if it continues and lingers around, then 
I don't think it's a good outcome. No, no, exactly. You can't be uh, playing Russian roulette with the, with your side. No. Um, what about the big O? Is he due back this week? Once again, <laughs> unsure. <laughs> unsure. I haven't, haven't been in the club. I'm the way in the club now. So, um, yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, so he's just that, that ankle um, yeah. that he rolled. So, you know, we'll, we'll definitely find it. If we have this conversation tomorrow, I'll have a lot more answers for you. Well, come on the show um, tomorrow. We'll do it then. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. even in an hour's time, I might have more info for you. But I, I don't. I don't know. He's. I mean, we we feel like we got you know we, with forty there, we've got um, a really good player in, in forty anyway. So um, if Oscar's ready to go, he's ready to go. If not, forty's more than capable of doing the job again. Well, mate, there's, uh, it's going to be an absolute belter Saturday afternoon. I, I know there is another game on in town at, at that time across the uh, river at Suncorp Stadium with the Matildas now booking their quarterfinal. Quarter uh, but, oh. but, but that's all right. We can have a double celebration. We, we, we love yeah, it. Yeah, well, you can't. Yeah. Like, Brisbane's a big town. You can't go to both. So you can't all fit into Suncorp. You all can't fit in together. So I'm sure there's enough tickets to go around for everyone. Well said, mate. We've got tickets to give away too. That's a very good cue. No, Jed, perfect. I'll let you get the training and answer some of those questions. Send me a text if you find <laughs> out, all right? <laughs> I will do, yeah. Thanks, Benny. Thanks for your time, mate. Cheers. Cheers, mate.